0: Welcome to the Shift Show with Adriana Bucci. Join me every week to learn all about narcissistic abuse recovery, healing from physical and emotional pain after the abuse, and everything else to do with toxic people and how they affect your physical, emotional, and mental health. And no, you are not the crazy one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Let's get right to it. Hello, and welcome to episode number 11. This episode is going to be about how we avoid our emotions. I will be sharing a recent story of how I avoided my emotions and what you can do to stop avoiding your emotions. So first and foremost, I just wanna say that it is completely, completely normal to avoid our emotions. Because of how a child's brain works, when we experience trauma in childhood, our brains interpret the emotions associated to that trauma as unacceptable and dangerous. And when I say dangerous, I'm talking life and death dangerous. This is simply how the brain works in a child. So as we grow up, we have this continual loop of emotions are dangerous running in our subconscious over and over and we're not even aware of it and it's not like you become an adult and then this programming just kind of goes away that's not how any of this works at all we continue repeating the same patterns because we're unaware we're completely unaware that we can even change the pattern so don't beat yourself up if you find yourself in this pattern of continually avoiding your emotions because Honestly, what else would you know? So it's important to understand that is how the brain works and that everything that you are going through is a completely normal reaction to the trauma and that includes avoiding the emotions. So I'll tell you my story. Last week with this whole COVID-19 pandemic, i did something quite absurd to avoid myself completely so i was struggling with the emotion of grief and i've spoken about this live on my instagram a few times feel free to follow me at let's get your shift together on instagram because i am going live every now and again during this whole pandemic situation i have not committed to a schedule of when i'm going live i'm just kind of doing it whenever i feel like it and i'm committing to at least twice a week of going live so check me out there the replays stay for 24 hours and uh yeah I'm just kind of sharing knowledge answering people's questions and you know things like that so it's uh super interesting and I might turn some of the lives into podcast episodes if I can figure out how if you know how please let me know. I would love to figure this out. And, uh, you know, I'm an elder millennial. So some some of this new technology is a little complicated for me, but uh, I'm sure I'll figure it out on my own somehow too. But if you know, please, please feel free to reach out. So anyways, grief was my emotion and I was not even expecting to have grief because I'm one of those people who at the beginning, well, I mean, I'm calling the beginning of this pandemic the week of March, was it like March 16th or something like that? March, yeah, March 16th was the Monday when all hell broke loose in Canada, at least. Um, I'm pretty sure this happened in the States as well. That was the week when we had to start social distancing, start working from home, start learning that we can't really go anywhere anymore the malls were shutting down all that kind of stuff and honestly i was so calm i was actually shocked at how calm i was but then i kind of chalked it up to the whole fact of like well this is probably what three decades worth of anxiety have been training me for so now we're all collectively going through an actual fight or flight kind of situation and i'm relatively calm So I wasn't expecting to have any emotions in the upcoming weeks other than continuing to be calm because who doesn't want to stay calm? And when you're already calm and you're not expecting an emotion, it's so much more tempting and so much more... Like, yeah, I guess tempting is the word that you want to repress any other emotions that come through because you just don't really want to deal with it because who who wants to deal with emotions willingly, right? Like nobody in this world is like, I want to feel grief. I want to feel sadness. I want to feel anger because that's just so much fun. It's not fun, but this is what needs to be done in order to heal. So the resistance is completely normal. And when you've been doing the work for such a long time like I have, it's, you know, I'm used to it, but it still isn't pleasant. Like I don't enjoy particularly, you know, having to sit there with an emotion. But the thing is, which I will share at the end of this story, is that the emotion does absolutely go away. So back to my story. Um, The second week was when I started experiencing symptoms. So my physical pain came back and it wasn't the pain that I'm used to. So I'm used to having pain in my jaw or having migraines or neck pain, upper back pain, stuff like that. I had sciatica for the first time in my life. So that is like the lower back pain that kind of goes into your foot It sucks and I I feel for anyone who goes through this because it's just it's very unpleasant and it made me kind of see that whatever pain we're going through there's no such pain like I thought TMJ and migraines and trigeminal neuralgia is really bad so that is nicknamed the suicide disease for a reason but you know TMJ pain migraines things like that like you can't I can't say that it's worse or not as bad as like sciatica pain, because at the end of the day, I think pain is pain and our focus is on it when it's that painful. So that was a cool insight that I gained from having this new random pain. And my brain believed it for a short period of time because I did lift something heavy. But as Dr. John Sarno says... If you can lift it, it's not too heavy from you. So if you can lift something and it goes off the ground, it is not too heavy for you and you cannot injure yourself. So this was proven by my situation last week because I obviously managed to heal from my pain by doing the emotional exercises. So yeah, I journaled, I meditated, I thought I was all good. But a few days, so I did that for a few days. And the pain lessened very significantly. So I was at like a 10% pain level by what I thought was the end of it. But then the next day, I experienced pain in my upper body again. So I looked at this like, okay, so the pain is rising up in me so that it can come out. So it started from my lower back and my foot, and now it has come up in my body, and soon enough, it'll come out. So yeah, so I had shoulder pain, but on my left side, which has not happened because everything was confined to my right side when I was going through my whole chronic pain journey. So that was interesting. And I knew that I still had some leftover grief that I didn't feel from doing the whole journaling and meditating and all that the week before. So I decided... I didn't feel like journaling, and I didn't feel like doing any more emotional work. So do you want to know what I did instead? I went on my balcony, which I never do, and I deep cleaned it in a very ridiculous way. (laughs) So... We're running low on paper towel in my household, which I'm sure everybody else is running low on any type of paper products. And I didn't want to dirty my mop because we just got a brand new like mop head for it. So I didn't want to get the nasty outside on the mop and then put that in my washing machine and, you know, contaminate everything else with the nasty outside. That was my thought process. So instead of... Like, I used some paper towel, but then I had to stop because I was just, like, in panic mode of, like, we're never gonna get it again. (laughs) So I got a sponge, because we have plenty of sponges, and the mop bucket, and I Cinderella'd the whole balcony four times. So by Cinderellaing it, I mean, like, I was literally on my hands and knees just, like, scrubbing. So, like, you know, the floor, the windows, (laughs) the railing, all that kind of stuff, the chairs, the little table out there. Like, I literally went through... Every square inch of the balcony, Cinderella style, four times. One time was not enough, but in order to continue to avoid myself, it had to be clean. So that's what I did. And guess what? So I did this last week. Have I gone on the balcony ever since? No, no, I never go on my balcony. I might, I might go on it and film a live just... For the principle of the fact that I spent all this time cleaning it, but we'll see how cold it is out there. (laughs) So yeah, basically, my brain convinced me that I needed a distraction from feeling a dangerous emotion. And the overachiever in me ran with that distraction four times. And I'm sharing this story to let you know that it is completely normal to want to avoid your emotions and none of us are perfect. So I mean, even if you are like me and you've been doing this emotional work for a while, and you're used to your emotions by now, none of us are perfect. nobody is perfect. The brain still plays this funny little trick on us, and we end up doing absurd things in order to avoid everything, all of our emotions, ourselves, our repressed memories, our traumas. You know it's not something want we want to deal with. So the next day, after I did this ridiculous deep clean of the balcony, I was tired. <laughs> Because, you know, I kind of overexerted myself there. My muscles were a little sore from overdoing it, and I was just physically tired. So this was my time to stop. Like, my body was tired for a reason. I had to stop distracting myself, and I had to deal with the emotion head on. And I, I did it. I had to. I ended up just allowing myself to feel the feeling of grief that next day. And the grief was over in minutes. So... I did not journal this time, which is interesting. So I love journaling and I encourage everybody to journal. But uh, this is just what happened to me in this situation. I mean, I had journaled in the days leading up to this. So perhaps I had gotten a lot of it out already. Um, But I ended up just meditating on the feeling. So I was just focusing on my breath as I felt the feeling of grief. And I cried, but it was only for 20 or 30 seconds and that was it. I honestly expected it to be a lot longer, but to my surprise, it wasn't. So in theory, I really shouldn't be surprised at how quick it was that this grief lasted. Um, it just really wanted to come out. And then I finally allowed it to come out and I allowed myself to feel it and it went away and that's all it wanted from me. You know, it didn't want me to be in pain for all that time. It didn't want me to deep clean my balcony four times and uh, it just The grief just wanted to be felt. It just wanted to be heard. It's like, it's just like your inner child in there that just wants you to hear them out. And it doesn't take that long. And the reason that it can take long in a lot of cases is because we don't allow ourselves to fully feel that emotion. So by allowing yourself to fully feel it, that's how you heal from it. So if you're experiencing grief and you're still feeling it, that means you have not felt it fully. You haven't grieved deep enough. I'm not going to say long enough, but deep enough because you can prolong the grief or whatever emotion it is for as long as your brain wants you to or as long as you want to listen to your brain on how long you're going to do it for. But until you actually sit there and fully embrace that emotion and allow yourself to feel it in your body, allow your heart rate to increase without thinking you're going to just die because emotions are physical, by just allowing yourself to feel whatever physical sensation comes with whatever emotion it is that you're feeling and being okay with it and understanding and recognizing that, yeah, this is as uncomfortable as all hell, but... I'm going to get through it and understanding that you're going to survive the emotion because it's so easy to just shove that emotion back in and not want to deal with it. It's so easy to do that and you can do that all you want, but that's not going to help you. It's not going to help you to heal. It's not going to help you to get out of pain. It's not going to help you to stop feeling this little bit of the emotion bubbling up every now and again before, you know, it really gets out of hand. So you kind of might as well just allow yourself to deal with it. Because if we're fully feeling the feeling and allowing it to be as uncomfortable as it is, it goes away. And you don't have to act on the feeling. You can literally just sit there with it. So a lot of people, when it comes to feeling their anger, they're scared of it because What if the anger makes you do something that you might regret later? But that's the thing with feeling an emotion and reacting to an emotion. So by reacting on it, you're acting on it. And that's not what the emotion wants you to do. It just wants to be. So if you can just be with that anger and choose not to act on it, you know, or act on it by screaming into a pillow or like punching a pillow or something like that without, you know, putting anyone else in harm. That's an okay way to act on it and express it. But it doesn't mean you're going to go outside and go on like some kind of crazy rampage, you know, it's just, you need to just be with the emotion. And a lot of us are addicted to doing, 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 like, what do I do? What can I do about this? How do I make this go away? Because by doing, we're continuing to avoid. But by being, we're actually doing the work. So think about that and try and integrate that with your emotions the next time you feel them. And you don't want to feel uncomfortable by them. So I hope this helps anyone who's struggling to allow themselves to just feel understand that you got this and you don't have to power clean your balcony 4 times. And if you want one-on-one guidance from me directly and support on feeling your emotions during this uncertain time, now is such a great time to start doing this inner emotional work because you know, we're we're safe by being stuck at home from this virus and we have the time. And things are going to happen while we're at home that's going to make these emotions come up and that's in an, in big a big reason on why that is is because we don't have a lot of the distractions that we would normally have so we don't have the distraction of going to work of going out of you know going to a busy mall going out to a club and you know drinking and numbing all the feelings away we don't have these options to our disposal like we used to and now we're starting to get accustomed to being at home a lot more often than usual for some people this is not the case and they're just very introverted and they're at home all the time but for the majority of people who are not like that this is a really hard time and the difficulty and the boredom that you're feeling and You know, all that resistance to what's going on is your repressed emotions trying to come up to be healed. So, this is definitely something that anyone can benefit from having guidance on. So, please, by all means, feel free to book a one on one appointment with me. I will leave the link in the description of the show notes. I also have a new course, which is so awesome right now to sign up for because it's going to show you step by step how to feel your emotions and heal from your trauma. And I've decided that I'm just going to leave the price as is for the time being. It was going to increase on March 23rd and then April 6th, but you know what? I'm just going to leave it at the low price. That it is at right now, it's only $207 for my course. And it's a 12-week course, and you're getting a ton of value in it. The regular price is 307 So you get to save 100 bucks. you get to do your healing work, especially now when we all have the time to do it. And that's just another option. So, you know, if you don't want to do one-on-one coaching, the course is an option to do it by yourself, and it helps you to be more accountable And another option is my book, which I will also link. It's only $7, super cheap, and such a great resource on doing the emotional work. And if you sign up for the course, you do get the book for free. But uh, just the book on its own is another option as well. So all three options on these resources that I have will be linked in the episode details. So yeah, we will see you guys next week. Stay safe. Stay inside. And uh, yeah, just stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Bye.